Bodhisattva Dependent Origination, talk number 19. <clears throat> Buddha taught us the same essence of Dhamma from different angles based on his desire, different purposes, and the nature of the audience. The discourses on dependent origination, depend, discourse on the five aggregates, and cognitive or thought process. All these three convey the same essence of non-self. However, these are entirely different dharma and use different approaches for the same purpose. Dependent originations about endless cycle of birth and death of being. It explained that self is a natural process, but not a product of creation of Supreme Being. It covers past, present, and future existence. Each existence consists of passive side of life or vipaka and active side of life karma <coughs> passive parts cannot produce karma and active parts produce karma <coughs> that's a difference Here I will use human existence as a model of discussion. As a part of human consists of relinking consciousness, mind and matter, six sense basis, mental contact, and feeling. So, let us remember these five as the five resultants. So, if we say five resultants, we are referring to these fives. Active part of life consists of craving, grasping, and life action. This active and passive or you can call it karma vipaka or you can call it cause chain of cause and effect this change of cause and effect can be broken 
by observing feeling so that it would not cause craving to arise. Or you can observe craving if it has already arisen till it dissolves. That's how one can break that change of cause and effect. Extinction of craving leads to cessation of rebirth, jati. Thus proving self or soul is simply a wrong view. It's not an individual, a person, an entity, a being, but simply a process. So that is the short representation of dependent origination. Now let's go and see about the five aggregates. Or sometime you will see the five aggregates of clinging because these aggregates make one cling. So these five aggregates of clinging are aggregates of body, aggregates of feeling, aggregates of perception, aggregates of mental contact, and aggregates of consciousness. And all these fiber grades are nothing but a composite of mind and matter. Hiding under the delusional mask of self or soul. They're just simply mind and matter. But there's a veil because of that veil we believe it's a self or soul. The Buddha taught self or soul in terms of five aggregates here. Teaches these five aggregates for practicality and also easy to observe tool in determining the demasking, the delusion or wrong view of self and soul. So it is more like a, a tool to use to take the delusion off this concept of self and soul. Thought or cognitive process it is a fixed principle or a law of consciousness. We teach cognitive process, thought process is a, a fixed principle or a law of consciousness. 
This shows us the precise operational system of thought process. It is not a self or soul operating the thought, operating the speech, and directing the deed. Thought is a natural mental phenomenon and it is driven by different sets of physical and mental conditions. So this is a summarized representation of the five regrets. Sorry, summarize representation of the thought process. So we have summary of the three discourse. One's dependent origination, one is the five aggregates, and the third one is thought process. Now let's see the connection between the dependent origination and five aggregates. We have just discussed passive and active parts of life. That has been explained in dependent origination. Dependent origination, we break it down to passive part and active part. Karma producing and non-karma producing. So let's see how these aggregates and dependent origination are related. Aggregates of body, or you can call it materiality, rupa kanda. This aggregate of body or materiality correspond to the materiality of mind and matter of the five resultants. Materiality of mind and matter, six sense basis of the five resultants of dependent origination. That's your connection. Aggregates of feeling and the feeling of dependent origination are one and the same. Now this next one is a little more complex. That's the pasa mental contact. When mental contact arises, I believe you all know what it means by mental contact arises. Coming together of the external pro object, internal object, and corresponding consciousness. That is passat mental contact. At that time, also feeling also 
arises together with it. External object, internal object, consciousness and feeling, they all arises together at the moment of passa, mental contact. Now, making a mark to cognize this process, this process of mental contact, maybe rightly or maybe wrongly, is perception, aggregates of perception, sanya, sanya kanda. All these things, external, internal objects, consciousness, feeling, they arises. And at that time, another department try to remember it, try to mark it, so that they could recognize in future. It could be rightly so, and it could be wrongly so, you don't know, depending on individuals. And that process and one what is called perception, sanya. So, this aggregates of perception, sanyakanda, correspond to the mind and matter, six sense basis, external, internal, mental contact and feeling of dependent origination. They are connection, direct connection, group by group. And then the next one is aggregates of consciousness, Vinyanet Khanda. aggregates of consciousness correspond to the relinking consciousness, life continuing consciousness, Oinga, and sixth sense consciousness of dependent origination. Okay. They have different terms, but that's how they connect to one another. So in short, aggregates of the body, the feeling, the perception, and the consciousness, those are the four of the five aggregates, are actually the representation of relinking consciousness, mind and matter, six sense space, mental contact, and feeling the five resultant, the passive part of dependent origination. Therefore, these four aggregates that we have just described 
belong to the passive part of life. We are trying to frame each by passive part and active part of life. Now, there's one more aggregate left. That is the aggregates of mental formation, Sankarekanda. This aggregate of mental formation correspond to craving, grasping, and life action, the active part of dependent origination. Thus making mental formation active part of life. So in conclusion, five aggregates can be put into the framework of active part of life and passive part of life. Dependent origination is also active part of life and passive part of life. And we show the detailed connection from one to one, a group to a group. Both dharmas are framed into active part and passive part. What is active part? Kama. What is passive part? Vipaka. Kama vipaka. Kama vipaka actions and result, actions and result, cause and effect, cause and effect. Okay, let's move on to the third one. This is just we are correlating between the dependent origination and five aggregates. The third one is Cognitive process or thought process, VT. Okay, let's see how this corresponds with the others. Okay, I'm not going to explain the detail. We have discussed the each in detail. So, three bhuvanga, three bhuvanga or three life continuum consciousness. They are resultant consciousness. Therefore, they are passive part of life. And then, five door adverting consciousness. That is the functional consciousness. And it is the passive consciousness or passive part of life. And then five sense door consciousness. Five sense door consciousness. And then receiving consciousness and investigating consciousness. Three in a row. They are all resultant consciousness, vipagajita. Therefore, they are all passive part of life.
passive consciousness. So after investigating is determining consciousness. This determining consciousness belongs to functional consciousness. And it belongs to the passive part of life, or you can say passive consciousness. And then there are two registering consciousness. Consciousness number 16 and 17. Two registering consciousness. And these two are resultant consciousness. Vipaka Chikta. And they are passive in nature or passive consciousness. So all these Eight plus two, ten, are all passive consciousness. Three bawinga, one adverting, one sense consciousness, one receiving consciousness, one investigating consciousness, one determining consciousness, and two registering consciousness. They are all passive consciousness, belong to the passive part of a thought process. There are only 10, but we have 17 consciousness or 17 thought moments in our thought process. So the remaining is seven. Those seven are called seven swift consciousness or impulsion, whichever name you like to use. These seven swift consciousness or impulsion, they are active part of the thought process, active part of the thought process. In other words, those seven swift consciousness are the one that are making karma, producing karma. So, if you summarized it, these 17 thought moments we teach or thought process are actually passive and active parts of a thought process. They are simply a, a single unit representing the passive and active parts of life. In our whole life we have many active parts and passive parts. But this one is just a single thought, active parts and passive parts. So what is life? Life is uh, innumerable, uncountable numbers of thought processes from the beginning to the end of life, one life, rebirth to death. Everything is a 
series of thought processes which contain passive parts and active parts. That's a thought process relationship with the thought process. So let's try and put all three Dharma together. How does this thought process dependent origination and five aggregates related or connected to one another? So one must be quite familiar with all these <coughs> discourses to follow this. So three bhavinga of the thought process is the same as the relinking consciousness, life continuum consciousness of dependent origination. Adverting consciousness, sense consciousness indicates the process of mental contact pasa. How does it indicate? It's just a two consciousness, adverting and sense consciousness. But if you look at it, as soon as you say adverting consciousness, Basically, consciousness is turning towards, adverting, turning towards. Towards what? Towards the external steps, object coming through the internal sense object. Let's say the form come through the eye. So the objects that's coming and adverting consciousness turn towards it. So there's a materiality, material object. Adverting consciousness is turning towards. Towards what? Materiality, the object. So it's already it's understood there's a materiality adverting consciousness. And then sense consciousness. Sense consciousness is based on what kind of door the consciousness turned towards. If it turned towards the eye door, eye consciousness arises. If it turns towards the ear door, ear consciousness arises. So, in short, six different kinds of sense consciousness arise based on what door they come through. So, that's why even though we say adverting consciousness and sense consciousness, it includes the materiality, turning towards the object coming through the sense door, which gave rise to the sense consciousness. And 
at that time, at that mental contact, when the object comes and strikes, it also strikes the flow of Bhavinga, that flow of life continuum. It strikes that life continuum because as it strikes the life continuum, the Bhavinga life continuum vibrates for three times and stops the flow. That function is also, or operation is also taking place at the same time of that mental contact. It stops the flow of life continuing consciousness and in its place arises the sense consciousness. Because consciousness can arise only one at a time, no two can arise together. No two kinds, no two types can arise together. Because of mental contact, the flow of life continuing consciousness is stopped. And in this place, sense consciousness arises. So even though it's just simple one word, there are so many things are happening at the same time. So the Bhanga flow or life continuum flow is stopped and sense consciousness arises at that moment. So all this information, all this happening, okay, except the Bhavanga, Bhavanga is undetectable to our conscious mind. All this information along with the feeling, along with the feeling, are past onto the receiving consciousness. And then pass on to the investigating consciousness and then finally to determining consciousness. This, all this information goes from one department to the other. And this whole process these external objects, internal objects, striking, cutting of the Boeinga, which is not conscious to a conscious mind. Sense consciousness arises, pass on to receiving once or to investigating and then to determining. That whole process, along with the feeling, they are all recorded or marked. And that is perception. Sanya. This whole process is marked by aggregates of perception. These are the connection between the three Dharma. Aggregates of perception. That's the, we are talking about five aggregates. Consciousness, consciousness, consciousness. We are talking about thought process. Therefore, we can conclude, relinking consciousness, mind and matter, six sense spaces, mental contact, and feeling of dependent origination. And the 
materiality or body, feeling, perception, and consciousness, the four of the five aggregates. And the first eight consciousness, three bowinga, adverting, sense, receiving, investigating, determining, the first eight. And registering consciousness, number 16 and 17. All these things. Actually, are the representation of the passive part of life. Each Dharma, they are all different. The five resultant from dependent origination, the four aggregates, and the first eight consciousness and sixteen and seventeen consciousness, they are the representation of passive part of life where no karma can be produced. And the seven swift consciousness, seven swift consciousness of thought process, are the different representation of the passive part of life. Was it a represent independent origination? Craving, grasping, and life action. That's a passive part of life, or active part of life. Independent origination. And in the five aggregates, aggregates of mental formation, that is the active part of life. So these groups are simply the different representation of active part of life. So let's go again. Craving, grasping, and life action of dependent origination, mental formation of aggregates and the seven swift consciousness of the thought process belong to the active part of life. So what is active part of life? It is simply the representation of karma. So karma is the, represented in a different way in three different dharma. And in this talk, what we are trying to do is trying to connect or correlate between the three dharmas, the commonality which belongs to what, what's connected to what. Because in the future talk, we'll be connecting these or using these different dharma of the three different mental states of these three dharma appropriately as it is necessary. 
switching, jumping, connecting one to the other. That's why we give a, a separate talk how these trees are connected. May all of you be able to understand the connection between the three Dharma and may you be able to apply and understand the Buddha's teaching so that we can use harmoniously and seamlessly in our practice and attain insight as soon as possible. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Thank you very much.